0: If two years from now, you didn't even notice the growth, but the issues that you're going through right now, you don't even remember them, right? Cause you're able to look back at this journal from 2021 and now it's 2023 and you're like, who even was I? I'm almost unrecognizable because you have it documented. So it doesn't have to be in the form of a podcast. It can just be in the form of journaling and documenting like your struggles and getting them out on paper. I just think that's so powerful. Welcome to The Push Podcast. So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle Copeland.
1: And I'm Eddie. How and you
0: doing? this is episode number 100.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: Well, you don't sound very <laughs> exciting. Jeez, Eeyore.
1: Oh my God, 100. That's a century mark. We've been trying to find a significant number for a hundred episodes and we found one
0: a significant number yeah
1: remember we were like i was like oh you try
0: to make everything like oh 28 i think that's uh it's like whatever right 20 (laughs) well this is 100 i said 100 and you're all yay
1: yeah i know i was just messing around
0: okay yeah well now that all the hype and the excitement's gone it's not
1: gone it's fully intact and here's the thing i'm super excited we've done it We achieved 100 episodes. We did. Yeah. I mean, 100. Not like 99, 100. Okay. So why don't you seem excited?
0: I mean, 99 is pretty close to 100, but But I think what you're trying to say is we're proud of ourselves for the consistency. Okay. But why does it matter to our listeners?
1: Because we gave them 100 episodes of our pure heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tear. I don't think we bled. No. At all. But we did sweat. I mean, sometimes the lights are really hot.
0: Oh my gosh. So here's <laughs> the thing. When we started episode number one, it was October 14th, 2019. Okay. And if you guys are interested, I highly suggest you go back and you listen to episode number one of the Push podcast. We're going to talk to you about why we named the Push podcast Push, right. because originally you wanted Cope With Us, right? which sounds like you got to sit there and just tolerate us, right? So that was <laughs> outvoted. Um, but I was listening to it while we were traveling this weekend just to kind of like go back and refresh because I thought it would be really cool to film an episode where we kind of had a hodgepodge of like all of our favorite episodes, like the best of the best. Okay. And I had to tell you, like I generally, we – you know, hit record, we say what's on our minds, we say uh, whatever the lesson is, whatever it is that we're sharing in that particular episode. And then I'm like, "Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how well that's going to do. We're constantly questioning ourselves, right?
1: Yeah, through the whole process. And I know where you're kind of going with this, like, Those episodes that we questioned ourselves the most were the most popular ones. Right.
0: But what I was going to say was I went back and I listened to episode one and I was like, this is a really great episode. Like it was a couple in 2019 that was going through a ton of stuff. We had just literally moved our oldest into college. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, down from a family of five to a family of four we were just going through so many things. We had two kids in an art school that were taking the train and I had the bakery and, you know, 20 employees and we were managing several businesses and really just doing a ton of things. And in that episode, we were like, so we've been sitting on this idea for a podcast for two years. We literally had had the microphones in our home for two years. And then on October 14th, 2019, we said, F it. We're just going to do it. Why? Right. Because it's chaotic. It never seems like our lives are giving us a break. And if we continue to make excuses, this will never get shipped out into the world. Right. Right.
1: And we knew that it was important. I mean, we felt that there were some things that we you know, learned through experience that we felt like, hey, if we don't share this with the world, it's a disservice. Right. And I think- We hope that after 100 episodes, you would think about whatever you do, whatever that special gift you have, that you have to give it to the world. Like, that's the reason why it came to you. Right.
0: right? And, you know, maybe that's not in the form of starting a podcast, but that could be in the form of starting to journal. And here's what I mean by that. In episode number one, specifically around minute five, we were talking about like, okay, let's timestamp this and let's just say that if we were writing and capturing where we're at right now in 2019 in a scrapbook, who is Eddie and Mm -hmm. who is Janelle, right? right? And so I listened to that and I was like, God, I don't even remember struggling with at the time I was overwhelmed, feeling like I was spread really thin. I was doing a ton of things. And what it really made me think of was like you survive more than you give yourself credit for Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and you always make it through And then at some point, if you have the opportunity to look back, you say, I kind of made a big deal about that. And now it doesn't even feel like it was a big deal.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, what's funny that you say that, because when I think about how we end episodes and how, you know, when we do daily pushes and things of that nature, we say push through. And I think I've heard people say that they have a problem with when people say just push through. Mm And I have to say, I have to like buck back. So I hope I don't get canceled. But I would say, (laughs) you have to. Right. Right. Like, you know, you're going to have to get to the other side of whatever thing that you're going through Mm -hmm. eventually. And I think that people don't like it because for whatever reason, it's not comfortable. It's it's more comfortable to sit in, and people don't want you to tell them to push through. But that's what you have to do. Right. we say push through because we hope that in the episode, we have packaged in a audio and video format tools that will help you actually push through. Now, it's not just like, hey, ignore your emotions, ignore how you feel, and just, you know, you don't have to deal with it. But yeah, those are things you're going to have to deal with. But eventually, you have to get through it, right? Yeah. And so, I'm sorry, go ahead. But I was just like, when you said that, I was just like, we we did it. So like, you think about like, a hundred episodes, and you think, and as you were talking about it, it's like all the things that we've gone through, and we've maintained this one constant thing.
0: Yeah, and I mean to the tune of twenty two thousand dollars. Like, let's just be <laughs> real. Like, this is a passion project for us, and. If you go back to the first episode, it literally talked about, like, why did we name it this? And I remember seeing a book or something on our shelf that said Nudge. Right. And I was like, "Mm, that's not that's too friendly. Like, I want to push people, right? Right. And the reason why is because we needed a push. We needed our pastor, Dr. Jim Reeve, who was gracious enough to do an episode for us. I'll put it in the show notes, but... That was one of my favorite episodes. I think it's number 21, The Doctor That Saved Our Marriage with Dr. Jim Reeve, right? Right. And it was about your problems becoming like the way to progress. Right. And so I don't know. There's just so much to unpack because the few episodes that I did go back and kind of revisit, I was like, this is really good information. Mm -hmm. And in episode one, we specifically talked about like, we don't think that we're so great that we deserve like some show and- you know, oh, everybody needs to listen to us. It was, these are the things that we are literally battling with and dealing with and trying to overcome and trying to learn and trying to grow through that when we have conversations with other friends, they are also battling with, dealing with, and trying to overcome and grow through the same things, right? Yeah. And so like our friends, Chris and Vecina Hart.
1: Shout out to Chris and Vecina. That's right.
0: Today is Vecina's birthday, but we just spent the weekend with them. And I got to tell you, that was one of the most moving things that's ever happened to me. Let me paint a quick picture. In 2005, uh, we yeah. met Chris and Vecina. I was the store manager, new store manager, 27 years old, of Circuit City in Rancho Cucamonga, California. If you're not from California, yes, that's the city in Friday. And so it does exist. And so anyways, I was managing this store and Chris Hart and Vecina Harmon were two employees that were about 18 years old at the time, come to find out they're dating in my store. Mm -hmm. And I just really fell in love with them. Like they were just good kids, always listening, always just like you can tell they were sponges and just like trying to learn. So fast forward, we became really good friends with them to the point where Vasina at one point moved in with us for yeah. about a year and a half or so before they got married because they were on their spiritual faith journey and wanted to, you know, have a purified marriage before they got married. They've just become a part of our family. So much to the tune where not only were Eddie and I in their wedding, but Eddie, myself, our three children, Fab, Eddie's mm-hmm. ex, mm-hmm. my sister, and my brother-in-law and Fab's ex-boyfriend were all in the <laughs> wedding, right? right? Right. So this is ten years ago that we were all in their wedding. They went on to have kids, start a business, and we've just been kind of constantly, you know. In I don't know, they're just family. Right, we, we just right. try to pour into them. We see our younger selves in them, trying to juggle all of the things, and so you know, we provide advice when we can, and. We laugh at them when we can, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's just great. So fast forward, they moved about a year and a half ago to D.C. We don't see them that often, and randomly, Vassina was like, hey, I got some tickets to the Usher concert, and I would love for you and Eddie to come with us. And I was like, Urshababy. oh. baby. Ursher, baby. Yeah, well,
1: that's So anyways,
0: <laughs> you know, we were like, sure, we'll be there. We can't wait to see you guys. So we fly to Vegas, and we get there, and they're like, we took care of your room. And I was like, okay, I'll Venmo you. No, we don't want you to take care of your room. We took care of it for you. And I was like, well, you all don't have to do that, but thank you. You know, no one usually does things like that for us. It's usually us who are being, you know, giving and generous. And so we're usually the ones in a better situation to be able to help people, right? right? And so they've been really successful in their business as of lately. And so anyways, we get in the room and there's not one but two bottles of very expensive champagne in the room, right? One
1: being Ace of Spades, like Jay-Z's uh-huh. champagne, which is very, very extravagant okay. and very nice. <laughs> and, it, you know, it was powerful because not only did it, was there champagne, not only did they invite us to an Usher concert, not only did they uh, get us at a hotel room. But there was a But, card. It, but there was a card there that we, we opened up and we read the card and it was touching obviously it was like hey you know this is our anniversary when you guys this make was, it
0: into the room yeah
1: and so it was leading us on this what would you say a scavenger hunt almost uh-huh. and, and said when you finish reading the card text Texas well right. obviously my wife calls because
0: and i was like what the hell you direction. guys <laughs> didn't have to put <laughs> these so, shampoo or so, champagne bottles yeah. in the room and she goes you you're didn't sp- listen you're, you're supposed, supposed to text me so she hangs
1: up on her hangs
0: up on me And then there's this video, which I want to play for you guys, because I got to tell you, I cried during this whole video and I think it's worthy of sharing. So you can see where I'm trying to go with this. So I'm going to play this video really
2: quick. Hey guys. So now that you got the video, you didn't even know we were going to send you a video, huh? You're probably wondering like, well, why the heck did they invite us to an Usher concert? Like out of all people, right? Well, it wasn't just the Usher concert. I realized the date, right? I realized the date. I'm like, it's actually our anniversary. So technically, our anniversary is tomorrow on the 22nd. But I'm like, man, this is our 10-year anniversary. Who played a big part of our lives of uh, being married and marriage and kids and all that stuff? Janelle and Eddie. So it, it made us really think of you guys. And we said, why not you know, invite them out and have them be a part of this cool experience of going to an Usher concert and being front row? But it's not only that, it's just... You know, uh, spending this time with you guys because of the past 10 years, you guys played a huge, huge role in our lives of having a marriage, having a good marriage, what to do and, you know, all the ups and downs and all that stuff that you go through. And kids, I remember Janelle, when you said uh, and you, you remember when I told you, I'm like, yeah, I want a bunch of kids. I want like 10 kids. I had to be at least like. 19, 20 years old at that time. And you're like, if you don't wait, like, trust me, it's not all that great what you think it is. And just by a little five minute conversation of you talking about kids, I said, fair enough. Say no more. I'll wait. And of course we didn't have kids until we were 28 years old. So thank you for giving me that value because I wouldn't want kids at 20 years old. So, but anyways, so again, this is definitely just a thank you and appreciation of you guys playing a huge role in our lives in the past 10 years. Actually, I would say 16 years because we've been together now going on 16 years now. It was just more of just a, a thank you. You guys, times that we went through, I mean, even being in the business that we're in today and we need, we're we going on a trip, we went to Spain and we needed help. We needed support. You guys came through. You guys watched two little babies, a toddler and an infant, you know, for Eight, nine days, you know. So that alone, you guys took me in to live with you guys uh, when we were going through our, you know, faith walk and trying to live, you know, right to the righteous way. And I lived with you guys for a year, a couple years or so. And just that alone is just like a lot of people just don't do that. You know, there's just the, a lot of people out there who just don't do things like that. And you guys did that for us. And I can't thank you enough. And this is just a small token i would
3: say uh first of all just man you guys gotta realize that janelle you were probably the first mentor i ever had i was 20 years old when i first met you i was at circuit city for six months you come on board replace brian bradfield and i'm like uh who's this young female leader up in here like trying to trying to lead us i, I want to say you were 28
2: 27 i remember 27
3: years old i thought 27 years old running an entire store and you came in and you shook things up, and uh, I—you—you you were an example to me of what leadership looked like, what mentorship looked like. And uh, I met mean, the first time I met Eddie. Um, Eddie came into the uh, Circuit City store. He was wearing a, a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. It was a Saturday, and I'm like that guy's a manager. I'm like I, because I, I saw Eddie, I saw like man, I can be like him one day. Uh, he looks like me. He's a leader, and he's um, he's he's ser- he's a servant leader, and he's driven, and he's cool, and he's like me, and he's like whoa. That's pretty cool. And seeing that he was with Janelle, I'm like, man, this is a pretty dynamic couple. I love what I'm seeing here. And so, fast forward throughout the years, man, you guys have always been there for us through our, through our faith walk and taking Messina in. That was huge. Also, just being there, being supportive, Eddie, as a man, 24 hour finish, the, the conversations we've had about life, about manhood, just everything y'all have done for us, man, and being an example um, for us in marriage and in, in raising kids and in business, your ambition, both of you guys, you, Janelle, your guys' ambitions, what drove me to be who I am today. PHP agency and the insurance industry and what we're doing across the country, building offices. I've watched you guys for the last, like I said, decade and a half. I say, okay, ambition, going after our goals and dreams, opening up the cake mamas, going after it, cash out your 401k, going all in. I didn't have anybody in my life that set that example.
2: Right.
3: No one to watch and look forward to, They look to. And so I saw you, I'm very observant. I watched, I said, okay, cool, let's do it. Even being patient with us, man, I, re- I can remember, this is a small token of our appreciation, man, but guys, one thing that, that stands up to my memory in deep detail was you guys going in, um, and we were, you were competing in bodybuilding. I believe Eddie was competing, and Eddie invited me out. And um, there was a cost to get into the competition as a, as a guest. <laughs> and I wanted to support you guys so badly. Couldn't afford it. Um, we're going through some hard times. So it was some tough times and I felt bad, man. Like, man, and I made some excuse. Eddie, on why I couldn't be there. I think it was like 55 bucks, 60 bucks. I'm like, I can't, I don't have it right now, man. And, um, just to be where we're at in life now, the blessings God's giving given us in our lives, man, this is a small token of our appreciation, but we love you guys. Looking forward to hanging out these next day with you guys and having a good time. And I'll see you soon.
0: So I cried during this entire video because a few things. One, they were talking about things in this video that I didn't even remember. Like, I didn't remember that they were paying attention. I didn't realize that the things that we did for them meant so much. And I think it was our first time ever being like publicly appreciated in a way that was like, wow, this really had an impact on their lives, right?
1: Yeah. And we we talked about the fact that when you're in the moment and you're like you've considered someone family, like you have chosen them to be family, mm-hmm. which I think is, is far more powerful than those that have been chosen for you. Right. <laughs> right. But when you chose someone to be family, you don't think about those acts of kindness, of generosity. Mm-hmm. You don't think about those. You just think about, well, this is what you need right now. And so we want to be there for you. Right. And they're individuals that we wanted to help because we knew that they wanted more for their lives. Like you may have people in your lives that need help, but you know they don't have the mindset to do anything with the help, right? right? They did. And so it was just amazing. It was touching. It was, it, and it's partly why I think, like, when we hear response from the, the podcast, why that's so touching as right. well is because, you know, we're just trying to give you perspective on our experiences. And the same as we did with Vecina and Chris is that we gave them perspective. We gave them, you know, our time, but we gave them friendship and they gave it back to us as right. well. And so- it was just an amazing, and we've had some amazing memories with them. I mean, Chris, for God's sake,s dressed up for me as me as for Halloween. I forgot about that, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we just we, you know, from their wedding to their kids. We watched their kids for ten days. Yeah, and, that was and fun. so like all those things I think are, are meaningful we didn't realize the impact that it had on them. And and so it was and it's super a rewarding.
0: Thing. But yeah. the point is, is we spent the weekend with them and we continued the conversations. We right. talked about marriage. We talked about polyamorous relationships. Right. We talked about religion. We talked about, you know, work-life balance. We talked about ruining your kids because, uh, you know, you try to raise them the opposite way that you were raised. And so with both the Hearts and the Copeland's, we grew up with not very much. And right. so here we are now very successful and we're trying to raise our kids to have more opportunities than we had. And so that creates problems, you know? Right. So their kids are younger, I think seven and five, and our kids now are 20, 18, and 16. And so we're able to provide a little perspective because we're a couple steps ahead of them, you know? Right. And then we met another couple that, you know, was friends with them. And they were like, hey, would you guys like to get together for, you know, like a marriage session? Like we're always looking for couples who are, you know, going through the same journey in life that we are. And you seem very much like in alignment with what we're trying to establish and what we believe in is important. And that's having a good career, creating good opportunities and memories with your kids and making sure that you're pouring into them. And so The point of this part of the conversation is that the Push Podcast was started specifically so that all of the conversations that we are having through life with other friends and family members, whether they be challenges whether they be super painful issues that you don't want to go through, whether, I mean, let's look, we've survived a pandemic. Mm -hmm. That kid that we moved out of, you know, the house to college had to move back. We're getting ready to move two kids out to college now this year in 2021. And then we're going to be down to one 16 year old. Like we've survived so much. And so, This is kind of a plug or a plea, if you will, for you to, hopefully you've been journaling because I've been talking about journaling for years. And if you don't know, you can go to amazon.com and you can look up the Guide to Thrive, which is a 90-day journal that I specifically made, which is what I do to journal every single day. And just think about how great it would be, the struggles that you have right now, if two years from now you didn't even notice the growth but the issues that you're going through right now, you don't even remember them, right? Because you're able to look back at this journal from 2021 and now it's 2023 and you're like, who even was I? I'm almost unrecognizable because you have it documented. So it doesn't have to be in the form of a podcast. It can just be in the form of journaling and documenting like your struggles and getting them out on paper. I just think that's so powerful.
1: Yeah, and what I also think is powerful is that you know the many of the conversations that we had over this past weekend, uh, would our conversations that we've had on the podcast, mm-hmm. right? And so, when you think about your life, and if you're listening to this right now, and maybe you don't have the circle that you want, maybe you don't have the friends that you need in order to really push you or or to inspire you. What we're trying to do now is at at 100th episode mm-hmm. uh, is to re up with you. Is to right. say that's what we're going to be here for. We're going to continue to. To deliver what we think is important information, as far as conversation and personal development, would be about business, and we want to keep adding, you know, bringing on guests that keep getting you to think differently and stretching your perspectives. And so that's to me, is so powerful because even with our time with friends, like you know, they shared things with us, we learn, we share things with them, and they and they learn. And so that that to me is what like that's how you move forward. Right. And we started on the first push and we were talking about things like being vulnerable and having triggers around money and all those different things. And knowing that when you lean into those things, when you publicly declare them, you got to work on them. Right. right? And so I've really worked on just being vulnerable and, and like knowing when I'm not good at something and really being upfront and making sure that like I was telling someone today, they were like, how do I prepare for this thing? And they were like, What do I need to know? I was like, you'll know what you're supposed to know. And then when you don't, you just say you don't know, Mm -hmm. right? Because oftentimes we try to have all the answers to things and that's fronting because it's not about having answers. It's about what are you doing? What are you doing in your life that gives you the understanding that's going to help you with whether you're sharing with someone or running a business? It's not about just having the answers. It's about like doing the things.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we've touched on so many things in the Push podcast. We've talked about insecurities. We've talked about comparison, being stuck in a rut, not knowing what to do when it comes to decision making. We've talked about money. We've talked about credit, issues with raising children, marital things. We've talked about racism, right? right? And we've talked about overcoming loss or dealing with grief or starting a business or struggling with time management. And so, I really want to encourage you. To go back and listen to some of these episodes in the show notes, I'm gonna list some of our like top 10 episodes. But I think that the titles can be misleading sometimes because I'll tell you if we're talking about a what in the world, the what in the world could be about money, right?
1: I was gonna say, like, I have
0: a couple what in the worlds from this week. Yeah, well, it was so
1: funny is that we talk about all these things. And one of the, th- the things that we hear the most about and people love is the what in the world.
0: <laughs> right, which is uh, questionable for me because I'm like, it's kind of a little bit of a rambling session. But when we meet people, and shout out to Amanda. So we were in Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. We walk into this restaurant. It's this Cajun restaurant that our hotel you know, receptionist told us to go to. So we walk into this restaurant. We wait 30 minutes, sit down at a table, and this woman taps me on my shoulder, and she says, I am so sorry to bother you, but I know that you are Eddie and Janelle Copeland, and I am a big fan of the Push podcast. And I, like, I still got chills saying it. It's not about, you know, being famous or stardom. It was like she kept going on and on about how it's helpful for her. And she was telling her, you know, kids and her husband, and these are the people that I listened to. And it was just such an honor to meet her. And I said, thank you for stopping us because it would have been real awkward if you would have, you know, like messaged me after and you didn't have the courage to say something. But, you know, that's a connection I'm looking forward to having with her because to know that. Us taking all this time, it's not convenient to sit here for an hour and record these podcasts. It's but not an hour. to know that it <laughs> it has an impact right. on people to where they want to stop us and share. It's really it just means the world yeah. to us. Oh, but the yeah, re- they always talk about the what in the world.
1: <laughs> well, I don't even say it was an hour because I mean we prepare, we you know, we sit here before oh, it's a ever, lot longer. It's a lot longer. But so I think it's fitting to do a what in the world. I know it's like in the middle of the episode. Okay,
0: go. What's your what in the world?
1: So my what in the world is I saw it on social media. Okay. Um, This couple Mm -hmm. decided to get married. Beautiful thing. Mixed couple. Mm Kind of like us. Okay. And they decide, a white woman and black man decide to get married. You know what their thing was?
0: What? Slavery. I'm sorry, what?
1: It was a (laughs) slave. Their theme was he was a slave. Why? And she was not.
0: I don't even know why you're talking about this.
1: (laughs) It's a what in the world. It's so offensive. Very offensive. They literally acted out this whole thing where he was going to get his freedom because of their marriage.
0: And did people come for them? Because that's super offensive. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what it told me was, I was like, at some point, you need better friends because
0: mm-hmm.
1: somebody's got to come to you and say, bruh, that what you're doing right now. You're don't make- telling
0: me everyone in their wedding party, <laughs> including their family members, allowed this to happen. No uh, one provided feedback no. and said, hey, this is a really bad idea. Y'all are going to get canceled. It, it, it,
1: uh, right. And, I, and if you don't. Uh, That's this bad. Pro- I mean, I literally saw that and I was like. You gotta be, you gotta be joking me! Like they literally did. He had
0: chains. Bad. (laughs) So I I was like, like "This what in the world?" It
1: was a, it it was a a true what in the world. I don't even think it's funny. As a matter of fact, I'm stop laughing. laughing. I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm I'm canceling them. But now people are gonna
0: go Google it, and then you just gave them ratings.
1: Well, maybe they need to be outraged, like I was outraged. That's bad. uh, That was my what in the world. I know you have some from, from this weekend.
0: So my what in the world is when people don't practice brevity. Like there's a certain way when you're having a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) When you're having a conversation, especially when you're at like a table with tons of people, like, you know, the conversation's light. You want to keep it going. Everyone's contributing. But I got sucked into some conversations and I found myself like, I had to actually say, I'm really sorry, but I want to participate in this conversation. And I felt bad, but I was just like, we cannot be having this sidebar conversation (laughs) And that happens quite often. Like, and I know that people like want advice or whatever, but I'm just like, let's not be rude. Like, let's be contributing. I don't even know if that makes <laughs> sense cuz I I don't want to say too much, but but it's important that everybody gets included in the conversation and we're not having a one-off for 25 minutes like during a 1-hour breakfast. But but the thing
1: is is you're not talking about a back and forth. You're talking about one particular person kind of dominating the conversation in a way That they're not taking the social nonverbal cues cues that you want to end the conversation, right?
0: I just want to know if anybody else experiences this.
1: Oh, I experienced it. All the time. (laughs) Because I'm I'm patient, right? And so sometimes I allow people (laughs) to continue to talk. But here's the thing. Here's the rule, people, push podcast audience members. Okay, Here's the rule. You got about 60 to 90 seconds to get it get out. Get it out. Get it out. Whatever you're, it, in any conversation, you got 60 to 90 seconds. If you can't get it out in 60 to 90 seconds and it takes too many words, you got to work <laughs> on your vocabulary. You got to work on things. Because here's the thing. If it takes you four, five minutes.
0: 10 minutes.
1: That is too long. Right. Like, like I, I think I have a pretty good attention span, but at some point, I'm a veer off. I'm yeah. like, I don't even remember what you said. And it doesn't matter. And if I ever talk to you in person and I don't ask you any more questions, that means you've been talking too long.
0: I mean, that's a really good rule of thumb. (laughs) If someone says, oh, yeah, that's great. All right. (laughs) That's your way of trying to stop it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just not like that. I'm like, I'm gonna uh, fine. Okay, this is no, that's not. Let me just help you. And Eddie was like, "You're contributing too much. So you contributing sends the message that you're okay with the conversation continuing."
1: Right. And then me not cutting them off is also permission to keep going. Right. So we both so we got have some things. issues. So it's our
0: fault. Yeah. So so that's one, one of the thing, things about the
1: podcast. It's it's our damn
0: fault. So one thing that we do very well, I think you would agree, our whole family. When we find something strange, we always say, but maybe we're the problem. Yep. I think I'm the problem in this situation. Because yep. if it was bothering me or it was something I was like, you, ah. Well, here's the thing about my, my wife. we very it, quickly say, maybe I'm the problem. Here's the thing about my wife.
1: She cannot ignore somebody else's problem.
0: Explain that. <laughs>
1: if someone, someone is talking to you and telling you whatever the situation is, like it, hey this is what's going on mm-hmm. in my life with my family mm-hmm. you can't ignore like that they have a problem you have to fix it you ha- not fix it but you have to like give them some type of advice
0: let me explain <laughs> because i hate when people give advice and it's unwarranted But sometimes, this is the triggering moment. Wait, (laughs) I'm going to give you a good example. Sometimes I can't refrain.
2: Let me explain.
0: We met someone recently and immediately she was talking to us about, she was a divorcee Mm -hmm. and immediately she started talking about how terrible her ex-husband was Mm -hmm. and how, you know, oh, he married a younger wife and all he does is think about me. And, you know, it's because he's still in love with me. And immediately I just thought to myself, the audacity, Mm. the audacity of you to talk badly about somebody else, by the way, that we are going to have to meet, right? Right. Because there's two sides to this equation. So imagine like you're meeting an in-law, but you're gonna have to meet the other in-law And you are bad mouthing like the party that we haven't had a chance to meet. Immediately, I want you to know that I feel uncomfortable. Mm. Do you understand what it is? So that's what you're referring to. Like, I'm going to tell you that I have a problem with this because you should have a problem with this. Right. (laughs) So I was like,
1: you'll say, well, you know, that's your side.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Because I kind of want you to feel uncomfortable that you're sharing this with me. Right. Because it's a problem. Right. Right. So you are absolutely right. Some things I can't let go because I feel like everyone else may have let it go. And that's why you're behaving like this. And I just can't. I can't. I feel uncomfortable that you're talking about someone else. And so I will say, well, I don't know. They're not really here to defend themselves and so I don't really think that yeah. it's fair or yeah. you know, I I don't know what makes you think they are thinking about you. That's that's an, you know something to consider like maybe they're not at all thinking about you. It, How it, long have you been divorced? Oh, 25 years. This is a good chance they're not thinking about you at all. And then I get triggered and worked up because I'm just like, "No, You're the problem right now, (laughs) and you should know that because the people around you are letting you behave like this, and you should know.
1: Right, and I think what it is is you have your empath. I am so empathetic. You're empathic, so you think about like that other person, and I am working on being a little bit more empathetic Mm -hmm. because typically I just don't care. Yeah, I'm (laughs) all about
0: fair, though.
1: I'm just like ah, uh, whatever. I'm all people about People tell me there. that and I go, oh, that's, I go, wow, that's crazy. That's interesting. All yeah, right. see,
0: it's like, it pacifies them though. <laughs> no, and I think you, it gives them but- the green light to continue to talk badly about someone who's not there and able to defend themselves. So yes, I am definitely going to tell you when I have a problem. <laughs> And maybe again, I'm the problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I don't know, listeners. Let me know. Yeah, I you, think people I think, don't want to be called out.
1: No, and and, and it's interesting because you get into conversations that most people don't get into. Absolutely. And people start opening up to you and telling you all this stuff because I'm very
0: trusting. Partly
1: because you have the audacity to tell them about their life. In that moment, and I think you do it from a really good place. Right. I typically will only don't care. do it. Well, it's not that I don't care. You typically don't care. It's not that I don't care. It is. because I don't care as much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I usually just look and I, I hear every single word that person says. I listen very carefully. And if I find an opportunity to provide perspective, I will. But well, I, I am more diplomatic.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, no, So someone not. recently was like, well, you know, like her ex-husband was the Disneyland dad and he was a deadbeat and this and that. And I'm thinking like, I have no choice but to then <laughs> compare wh- who you called the Disneyland deadbeat dad. I have no choice but to compare him to his ex-wife and say... You know she's simply not that great either. So if he's <laughs> if he's the Disneyland dad and he's a deadbeat, what actually t- what title do you have for the mom then? Because I think they both like equally contributed to the demise of their right. children. Like, and, and, and that's something that most people wouldn't we say. We have
1: the push podcast, right? Because,
0: but the it's triggering for me when someone's putting someone else down and they're giving them a title and making them look bad. Well, what if you're the problem, too? Yeah. And that's the perspective <laughs> that I bring is like, what if I'm the problem? Well, if right. I'm the problem and I'm willing to look at myself, me being a pusher, well, I'm going to invite you to look at yourself, too. Because what right. if you're the problem? Yeah. So I don't think that that's but a I bad think it's, thing. I
1: think it's impressive because you do it without really having a relationship with someone. And I
0: do it in a and, way, though, and, and where they're actually, like, I guess you're right. I mean.
1: And it actually, like, builds a relationship. It works. Which is very odd. It's very, very
0: odd. Because people need friends that push them to a higher level. This is true. They need friends that challenge them, right? Right. When you have friends that are just like, oh yeah, they gas you up and everything's great. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you have friends and all they do is cheer you on, you're either not doing anything audacious, Mm -hmm. brave or big, or they're just there to support you and they're not really being honest with you. Right. Period. (laughs) I don't know.
1: So uh, we say all this. These what's are the, the point of this? The, well, I think what we're sharing is is like where this comes from, right? Like the Push Podcast comes from us, like wanting to help and support. And you know, at the end of the day, we are coaches, we are teachers, we are learners, we are people that care about other people's lives, and we want to see people do really, really, really well. And I think that that's where these conversations have come from, is they've come from small interactions that we've had with people that we learn so much, whether it be you know things that we see that are flawed in their behavior, something that maybe we've just observed. That we've done that was that, flawed that in our behavior. Yeah, and what we've done that's been flawed in our behavior. And so we we give it to you. And a lot of times when we look at the reviews, people say, that you guys are so real. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we have no other way of being. Like right. We're not going to sit here and pretend that everything we talk about, we're experts because The best thing about, I think, our perspective is that everything we speak to, we are in practice of Mm -hmm. uh, or we've discovered so that we started a practice of it. And so we're speaking from a place of like, hey, this is how we're using this. This is our observations. And this is how we're going to this is how you can use it if you take this on yourself. And so I think that that's where I think people appreciate the Push Podcast. And after 100 episodes, I can tell you that when I listen to people and their responses, whether it be in person are in the reviews it fuels us mm-hmm. I know it fuels me and makes me feel like okay we are on the right making track. a difference we are making a difference and we want to continue to help i mean we have created a business you know that is like the the podcast is at the center of of as, as far as communicating and personal development mm-hmm. right and so um, we have the push of society that we take a lot of the topics that we do talk about and we go even in depth in like teaching and coaching with each and every person that's a part of the Pusher Society. So it's a beautiful thing.
0: Absolutely. So if you're looking for a community that can provide support, give you an extra push in life and business or just overall growth, then we'd love to invite you to join our Pusher Society. We meet online for one quick monthly coaching call uh, where we pick a topic that can help inspire you, help motivate you. And most of all, help hold you accountable to get you in action for the things that you know are going to make your life better. So some of the life categories we cover are around time management and productivity, health and wellness, organization, finances, budgeting, wealth, self-improvement. We love anything that's around personal development or academic achievements, career, business transitions, whether you're starting up or looking to transition into something new. Maybe you're trying to grow spiritually, not necessarily religiously, but maybe in your faith or your beliefs. Maybe you just need some fun in your life, right? right? But the Pusher Society is a monthly membership. It's only $24 a month. You can go to JanelleCopeland.com to learn more about how to join the Pusher Society, and we would love to see you every month. So that Pusher Society came from, you know, people saying, hey, I love the episodes. Do you offer anything else? Is there any sort of coaching? How can we be friends? Because you're right, Janelle and Eddie, I do need somebody to call me out. I do need somebody to grow with. I do need somebody to do life with. Right. So the Pusher Society was developed through the Push Podcast. Another thing was we had shared in a previous episode, like my love for journaling and documenting Memories and just like personal growth. And so, again, you can go to amazon.com and you can search for guide to thrive journal. That's another great thing. It's a small investment for you to be able to start documenting and just asking yourself great questions so that you can monitor your personal development, growth, and just overall well being.
1: Yeah. Because I think that to me, like when people think about success and, and we just, after our vegas trip we went to dallas and, and we um took part of a, a really amazing event and we got to connect with people in a really intimate setting and it was interesting to find that like we did this exercise that we said hey if you had a hundred, was a hundred million dollars
0: if you had ten million dollars ten million like,
1: dollars would, would you start you and
0: continue would you, today? yeah
1: would you and to find that many of the things all of them except for i think one person everything that they would start doing required little to nothing as far as money is concerned, Mm -hmm. right? And it just showed you like how, what, like all the interference we have from the ideas that we get to us trying to actually make them happen. We we put these invisible barriers up Mm -hmm. and we call it money. We call it all these different things. And all the things that they wanted to stop doing was well in in range. It, It wasn't like... Hey, I want st- to you know stop the weather from changing, right? right. It was very much like I just want to stop you know having to clean my house. We'll hire someone, right? right. Like it I want to like,
0: stop doing everything in my business alone, and I'm going to hire help. Okay, you don't need ten million dollars newsflash to do that,
2: right?
1: Yeah, and it it just it validated for me like when the the importance of personal development. Mm-hmm. It, it validated to me that in order to help people, you just got to reveal to them the things that are small in their life that get in the way of them being really clear about what they want. It revealed to me that when we get an opening, turn these microphones on, that there is a sense of responsibility that we guide people in the right direction, Mm -hmm. right? Because as we get to 200, 300, and, and things become more influential, you have to have a really good heart and saying, hey, I'm really here to help someone. I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to yeah. push things on people that are that are just for money, but I'm actually just trying to make a difference. And it felt good to know that we were able to do that. And this podcast is a great vehicle for that.
0: Yeah. So if you need some help figuring out what you would do with $10 million and what things you would start, stop, and continue and what a perfect day looks like for you, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to episode number 82. Hopes, dreams, and ambitions, what are yours? Mm. There's definitely some questions that we go through. You can even download a PDF for that. That helps you just like think bigger. We had so many people reach out to us and say, you know, I just want to thank you for those questions. No one as an adult has ever asked me those questions. And so you get caught up in this rat race of like, I go to work every day. I make money. I pay for my kids. I do all of the normal things that everyone else does that somewhere, somehow you stop thinking bigger and dreaming bigger and thinking about what things are on your bucket list or what things you would love to do or what your perfect day looks like, right? And you don't need $10 million to create a perfect day. So go back and listen to episode number 82. Love it. So in kind of wrapping this up, we want to thank you so much for joining us for 100 episodes if you haven't taken the time to you know listen to some of the beginning episodes again go back and listen to the first push um you'll really get a feel for like why we decided to sign up for this in the first place remember it was a passion project it's not cheap to do this we realized that we were already struggling with time so we do have a team that we've hired to kind of help us you know engineer and i don't know produce these episodes so it's a huge investment and we hope that you will continue to show up continue to share it continue to help us grow and build our community because we have been so honored to meet people in person, online, on social media that have really just said, hey, I really took what you did and here's how I implemented it and this is impacting my marriage in a way that I could have never thought. Or this is something that we took from an episode that you did on parenting. I never looked at it this way. And now I have a better relationship with my teenager or just today someone was telling me, you know, I can't believe you're letting your daughter go to Scotland for college. And I was like, you must not have listened to like the last episode where Kayla was on there talking about going away. Right. That's episode 96, because specifically we said she earned it. Right. We don't need to let her. It's her life. Right. And so if you're getting caught up in like, oh, these are my children and it's my responsibility to keep them safe. Like we want to give you a perspective. Let them fly. You've raised them for 18 years. They're supposed to have their own lives and don't just put your expectations on them and you don't have to always keep them safe and they have to make mistakes. And so if there has been anything that you've learned in the last 100 episodes of the Push Podcast, we would really, really appreciate If you could share this, we'd appreciate it if you'd take two minutes to write us a review on iTunes. And And follow us.
1: Follow us on iTunes. If you're not following us, so that you don't, if you wanna get alerts when we put out new episodes, obviously we put out new episodes every Tuesday. Yep. But if you follow us on iTunes, then you will get the latest. As soon as you go into your podcast app, it will pop up and we'll be right there smiling at you, asking you to push through.
0: Yep. So whether you need questions that can help save your marriage, that's episode number 17. Whether you need a pastor to pray over you and give you some information about how hard it was to build a church for 40 years, which is very equivalent to running a business, right? Right. He talked about, So many vulnerable things that I think most pastors don't talk about. That was Dr. Jim Reeve in episode number 21. You'll love that episode, punishment or preparation, whether it's the what in the world or... You know, that was episode number 22, that time that that lady called you the N-word. We've talked about racism. We've talked about so many things. We're looking forward to your comments and your reviews to let us know how we can continue to serve you in the next 100 episodes. So cheers to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode.
1: Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we wanna hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, You got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.